You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And we are back from New Hampshire. What a great uh, visit. Had the opportunity to meet a lot of uh, really, really cool people in New Hampshire, including uh, Jack Heath. The host of The Pulse of New Hampshire got to meet a bunch of folks from New Hampshire. Got to uh, see Benny Media, a marvelous organization with wonderful radio stations. And uh, uh, the only negative was the flying experience. Other than that, everything was great. Other than uh, the fact that my wife and I flew uh, for the first time in uh, in a while. And uh, in out of four flights, uh, three were delayed. No, four, all four were delayed. Uh, two required us deplaning from the plane. So we had to get off the plane and wait. Hers was a little more severe because they were getting ready to take off and all of a sudden they slammed the brakes on i mean we're just getting ready to take off speeding up and all of a sudden stop turn you know you're kind of thrown forward in your seat belt a little bit there and they said well we have a we have a sensor that's out so they had to do that and you had to get off the plane wait for three hours then when i was flying out to new hampshire same thing happened on my plane Uh, we got off for a few minutes got back on yeah yeah there you go i wonder why old pete boot edge edge is not uh, real high profile right now because he's the transportation secretary who is transphobic because he really doesn't have a lot to do with transportation. A big part of that is because they kind of want to keep his powder dry in case he needs to step in and run for president. <laughs> but they've done their level best the last week to uh, to make Kamala Harris look like she's ready to go <laughs> and has done a face plant. <laughs> so we're going to get to that on the uh, on the show here very shortly. Uh, also, other things coming up. Uh, uh, PBS has a climate psychologist now. Your your public money for public broadcasting is going for a climate psychologist, and then oh the best the oh my god i've got the best gender confusion update ever 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 it involves a uh, married couple both who were born men one who became a woman and a custody battle but it's not for children it's for uh, the one who became a woman's testicles i wish i were kidding <laughs> i wish a custody battle over testicles. That is fantastic. I ask my wife every once in a while if I can just use mine. She keeps them in a drawer uh, right by the bed and, and just locks them up. And I just, I just, you know, I'm just going to the store. Can I have the testicles? No, you cannot have the testicles until I decide you can have the testicles. There are only a couple of things we're going to use those testicles for. One of them is uh, to go out and do home improvement. And the other thing, if you do the home improvement, possibly a physical reward for your efforts. But other than that, those testicles are going to sit in that drawer and never be used again so uh we got that coming up today on the show but you know friday we started off the show with a little uh a little uh, good news and, and i got a, a great deal of response from people who uh who listened to the uh, shoplifter being beaten in stockton california this guy apparently uh, went into this store several like three times every time he's threatened physical violence said he's going to shoot people and uh and he got a beaten in the store here let's run it again uh this will this will get you going on a monday but i've got better audio today i've even got better good news audio following this so we'll start with this today and then We'll make your day even better. Hey, just let him go. There's nothing you can do. But it's nothing you can do. It's like they're not going to do nothing. 
Yeah, not gonna you just have to just, just let him go. Play, you have insurance. insurance, you know. You have insurance, just like everybody else. Smash and grab, you know, get whatever you want. And then you can do that. Thousand dollars. And then you can do man. Just take whatever you want. Now let's not do that. Let's beat him. And then you can do it, man. Until police come in. Don't do that. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. Smack, smack. There you go. That's the happy sound. Yeah. I see you. I see you there. I see you there at your desk and in your car with a smile on your face, liking the fact that a shoplifter and so many have gotten starting with the summer of 2020 with looting the entire country, and then beyond that, you know, uh, cities like San Francisco just allowing businesses to be destroyed by thugs. You're saying that because you're racist? No, anybody who steals stuff like that uh, is a thug. I don't care if you're white, black, purple, or whatever the hell you are. Uh, you're a thug, and so uh, I see you laughing. You're smiling and all that, and, and then. And then this happened this weekend. Here's some more good news sound. Uh, the uh, women's uh, uh, international soccer team was at the World Cup, and Megan Rapino, who has uh, destroyed women's soccer, who has taken the great brand of women's soccer that uh, Brandy Chastain had built in her world championship way back when, where little girls were like, I want to be like Brandy, uh, like, uh, like, uh, Brandy Chastain. And then they see this, this radical leftist, uh, insane uh, LGBTQIA plus activist who insists that we don't stand for the uh, national anthem because she hates America like most Marxists and she misses the big penalty goal that would have kept America in the running this year. Wow. Kicked it right over. Right over the big goal there. Didn't even get it into the net. Didn't even get it into the net. And she smiled afterwards, which really ticked off a lot of soccer fans. And here's what she had to say about missing it. Doing a whiff. Just a complete whiff. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one. And there's just some, some dark, dark comedy in me missing a penalty in my last. Yeah, dark comedy. I don't think anybody on the, on the team is actually laughing. Game ever, so... Yeah, because yeah, I was saying with a smile, I mean, it was not just pretty much a message that that's football, that's life, things happen. I mean, that's a sick joke. That's just like, yeah, I mean, that's a sick joke. I just, I can't believe it. I just like, I never even, I never even hit them over ever when they're saved, so. Yeah. yeah she to completely whiffed. Completely whiffed. And, you know, I would say something like she kicks like a girl, but that's an insult to girls. And I've got a, a, a daughter who's a girl, so I don't use that insult anymore. But she just kicks like a complete jerk, and she blew it. She blew it as a representative of our country. And hopefully this will return women's soccer, especially if you're representing the United States, uh, to a position of, uh, I don't know, appreciating the country more so than your own personal politics. But uh, apparently there are a lot of people who are slamming her miss. Uh, one Twitter fan said, <clears throat> I don't see what's funny about this. The laughing shows how much uh, this team took this as a joke, so much for being a role model for the rest of the team. And others said, I'm generally a Megan Rap Rapino fan, but laughing after a missed penalty is not a good look, among other things. And so she uh, resigns and retires from soccer. And uh, disappears into, I guess, the uh, oblivion of failed uh, soccer players ever. Uh, also, here's a little bit more good news. A little bit more good news audio. Ready for this? And, and this should give you an idea where the country is, particularly uh, Republican voters. This is Mitch McConnell this weekend. Uh, and he was doing an appearance at the, uh, what is it called? It's called the uh, Jerome Fancy Farm Picnic on Saturday. Shut the front door. It's the St. Jerome Fancy Farm Picnic. 
clearly has they've been doing it a long time. It's that's why it's called the St. Jerome Fancy Farm Picnic. It's like, but nobody's allowed unless you're gonna be fancy. That's all I got. If you non fancy people don't even show up. If you're not gonna be fancy, don't even come around. So anyway, uh he it's a premier political event in Kentucky and he got up there to speak and nobody wanted him to speak because he's such a weasel. I just told uh I just told David Beck his introduction is longer than my speech. Yeah, you're not going to win him back after the Elaine and I are really excited to be yeah. back at Fancy Farm. Fancy Farm. On behalf of the strongest Republican <laughs> team we've ever run wow. in our state. Yay. For those of you who keep count, this is my 28th Fancy Farm. My 28th. It's his 28th Fancy Farm. Fancy Farm. I want to thank... Uh, Still fancy after all these years. Father Benters and Stephen Elder for finding a way to keep Fancy Farm going, even with pork prices going through. Yeah, you're not, this is so great. So the people are stopping. They are, they are shouting, retire and ditch Mitch. Could have been a lot worse. Ruth. Could have been a lot worse. Okay, this is the uh, the revolution that I've been talking about. This is the uh, peaceful revolution that I've been talking about. And uh, I would venture to say that that crowd reaction is meta- metaphorical to the uh, Paul Ryan wing of the Republican Party and the Mitch McConnell wing of the, of the Republican Party. And people know it, and they're tired of it. And uh, they're just not going to take it anymore. And this is one of the many reasons why uh, people like Chris Christie have no shot of winning the election this year. Because uh, we are on the uh, the beginning of a uh, returning fire for a Marxist revolution to take place in our country the last few years. People are mad about it. Oh, an addition real quick. And, and uh, you know, we're covering a little bit good news and all of that. <clears throat> a little bit kind of a bad news. The uh, shoplifter at the uh, uh, 7-Eleven has not been identified. And the uh, police have not uh, charged him with attempted robbery or, uh, you know, whatever, or a, a, a threat against the, you know, because he said he had a gun and all of that stuff. So when you say you have a gun uh, and you say you're going to shoot people, those guys got permission to beat this guy. And so, but the police department is, oddly enough, of course, because like any good uh, California or, or liberal district, they're going to go after the people who are defending themselves in their store, and they are going to uh, investigate whether these 7-Eleven employees should be arrested. We're following developing news in Stockton. We have now learned the store clerks seen on a video beating a man who was trying to steal from their store are now under investigation for assault. So here's how it all started. The video shows this man going into a 7-Eleven in Stockton and emptying shelves of cigarettes into that large trash can. The video then shows the two clerks try to stop him before hitting him with a stick. Oh, no, they stopped him. More than two dozen times. I know. I was like, really? I thought it was 23. I guess they went over 24. The store clerks now say this man stole from their store two other times and threatened them. Stockton police say they are investigating the man who was beaten for robbery and the clerks for assault. When the investigation is complete, it will be sent to the San Joaquin County District Attorney for review. Then it's going to be up to the DA to determine what charges, if any, are filed against the store clerks. Well, if any uh, charges are filed against the store clerks, I will uh, donate to their legal fund 
A, what I can afford, and B, what is uh, the largest amount legally allowed? Because I am <laughs> going to give some money to those guys. You know, you're these guys, they're Sikhs. Uh, they are uh, uh, first-generation Americans over here trying to make a go of it. This is the third time, and finally, they just decide to lay down a beatdown, and I think America needs more of this. I I'm not into corporal punishment. I told you this on Friday. I'm not, uh, I, I never spanked my kids just because I don't think it's necessary. I told you on Friday that spanking should be reserved for you know, two adults in the privacy of their own bedroom or you know, 45-year-old guys who try to knock over convenience stores like this and threaten people with the gun. That's when I think we should have uh, corporal punishment. <laughs> All right, so coming up, uh, the uh, the left is doing its level best to uh, build up Kamala Harris. And, uh, and I've got some uh, highlight audio from the speeches that she did while Joe was on vacation. We got a CNN anchor who says the only reason we don't like Kamala Harris is, you want to guess, you want to guess? Is it because she's an Indian American? No, no, no. Is it because she's not doing a good job? No, no, no. Is it because she's completely incompetent and stupid? No, 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 no. The reason why we don't like her uh, is because uh, you are a racist and you hate women. So there's that. And we've got it uh, coming up in just a few minutes. I think you'll enjoy it. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is a Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. your weekend that was pretty good actually except for the uh, the flying experience was kind of a negative watched a couple of movies over the weekend i watched uh, first man uh, ryan gosling as john glenn that was uh, not john glenn as uh, neil armstrong and uh, that was pretty uh, pretty pretty good i saw that on saturday night and uh, it, was, it was good it wasn't like kaboom but it was like an eight out of ten and uh, i met i met uh, neil armstrong in cincinnati ohio i remember this and uh and i've i've gotten the same reaction to two really famous people uh one being neil armstrong one being um being uh, 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 Captain Kirk, I'm uh, you know what drawn him like on Captain Kirk. Uh, what, help me out here, Brian. Uh, why I drawn him? Shatter. Neil William Shatter, dear God in heaven. <clears throat> I haven't had my second cup of coffee. I'm cutting back on coffee too, by the way. So on top of everything else in my life that's fun going away, uh, <clears throat> I'm cutting back on coffee. So both of them I met, and I both of the times I said, "Wow, I can't believe I'm meeting you," and both of them literally said, "Eh, it happens." So, and then I watched BlackBerry last night. That was the story of uh, BlackBerry, the company. And it was, it was weird because um, <clears throat> I've been on the planet long enough <clears throat> that uh, I witnessed the history that it's talking about. <laughs> so my son is sitting here going, My, wow, that's crazy. See, I lived through it. I had a BlackBerry. I had a Crackberry. That's what they, you know, Crackberry. And uh, that was a pretty good, that was a pretty good movie. It was, uh, it was very interesting to watch how the iPhone absolutely destroyed the BlackBerry. I mean, it was like, boom. It was like, you're working at the buggy factory, and you also uh, own a horse stable, and all of a sudden, an automobile comes into town and builds a factory. Ford uh, plants a factory, and it's over. I mean, there was no saving BlackBerry. They were so out of their nut, just over. It was over. It was it was absolutely over. I, I don't have uh, the the BlackBerry that I used to have, I got rid of it. But I got a lot of the old tech that I used to have, like my first iPhone. Let's go to Claude in our beaches, Maryland. Hello, Claude. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. He wants to comment about the uh, clerks beating down the shoplifter in Stockton. Go ahead. Well, first of all, I'm ex-law enforcement. And I'm going to tell you, anybody that takes anything by force, which he did, if you looked at the video, 
He pushed the guy away from him when he had the cigarettes. That yep. makes it an unarmed robbery because it was taken by force. Yes. So therefore, the law says you can use force with force. Yep. So what he did with that stick, he wore his butt out. He got his whip. <laughs> no, no doubt about it. And, and and people are stealing because of these reparations and nonsense. They just got excuses to steal. So what everybody needs to do is, is stop this nonsense and hit them a couple of times. They'll stop doing it. Well, Claude, uh, I I've, of course would not uh, endorse that sort of action, but I do uh, laugh when it does happen. Uh, and you know what, this, Claude, this was all uh, ushered in by the summer of 2020 and the FBI and the DOJ's absolute refusal to uh, persecute or prosecute, I should say, the jerks who stole billions of dollars worth of stuff. Uh, and they were given permission by uh, police departments around the country, by mayors in Democrat cities. And that's why this is happening and that's why yeah, this same, is happening well, same here when we had the riots here i know i know same damn thing it's happened in cities across america and people are damn tired of it and so uh you know he that they gave that guy a shove he said he had a gun he was going to hurt him so as far as i'm concerned they could have done worse than beating him they could have done a whole lot worse so if i were him i'd just shut up and uh and, you know tr- maybe get a job for a change maybe he could do something like that maybe he could be a responsible uh, brother father or husband what the police want to charge him now you're saying well, they're looking at charges. Uh, I would uh, venture to say that wouldn't be a terribly smart idea, but that's what they're going to do. They haven't even mentioned the guy who was beaten. They haven't mentioned his name or anything, but he should be charged with attempted robbery, uh, making a threat. What else? He said he had a gun. He was going to shoot people if they stopped him. What else, Claude, could you charge him with for doing that? Well, you can't charge him with a handgun because you didn't see a handgun. Yeah, but uh, he did make a threat. You could get him for terroristic threats, though. Okay, there you go. Hey, Claude, thanks for the phone call, man. I appreciate it. So Kamala Harris was, uh, I, well, she wasn't in charge, but she uh, was uh, parroted. She, went, they, she was trotted out across the country because Joe Biden was, uh, you know, on vacation with all the, you know, the whole uh, uh, criminal <clears throat> investigation and whatnot. And here's, here are some of the samples of her uh, uh, delightful oratory. No, I was born in Oakland, California. And... <laughs> You know, (laughs) we will discuss the work that we will do together to strengthen our space cooperation and certainly strengthening our space cooperation would be a part of that agenda. Using our space cooperation to think about how we strengthen the economic prosperity and development of our nations. All that is called Bidenomics. Oh, yeah. Bidenomics. It's a term we're very proud of, I must tell you. And as today's jobs numbers make clear, Bidenomics is working. Last month, we created 187,000 new jobs. That means today, yeah, go ahead and clap. Yeah, go ahead and clap. No, seriously, the but the economy is really good despite what you're living through. It's really, really awesome. So a June poll found that uh, Kamala Harris' approval rating has sunk to the lowest for any vice president in the poll's history. CNN. <laughs> Ashley Allison says that uh, the reason why Americans don't like Kamala Harris is because she's black and a woman, which is going to come as a big surprise to all of the black women and just women in the country. Because, uh, you know, you make up more than half of the population when you put them all together. (laughs) So there's that. Uh, Your call's welcome and more on this coming up. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. 
Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. All right, so we got a lot of stuff to get to on the show today, including uh, Special Counsel Jack Smith has asked a judge to issue a protective order in the case uh, against former President Donald Trump over his alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Basically, they want uh, he wants Donald Trump to not be able to share anything about the uh, kangaroo court that he has set up. And he is completely cool with the FBI and DOJ leaking everything they want about Trump to make it appear that Trump is guilty. That's what this is all about. This is one of the reasons why uh, Donald Trump's legal team is asking the judge in this case, who is an Obama sycophant, to recuse herself from the case. And by the way, if you think the judge in this case was uh, just drawn by, uh, you know, out of, a, out of a hat, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. On Friday, Trump posted a message on his Truth Social account. He says, if you go after me, I'm coming after you. The judge, of course, took that as an attack on him, which it wasn't. And I'll explain why, because Trump unveiled a uh, a new uh, a bunch of ads that show who the people are who are coming after him. And it has nothing to do with Jack Smith. Uh, but anyway, we'll get to all of this on the uh, on the show. I do want to mention this uh, Kamala Harris uh, over the uh, weekend. New poll. New poll says that she has the uh, lowest approval rating for any vice president in, in the CNN poll history, apparently. So um, uh, CNN political commentator Ashley Allison suggested yesterday that uh, Kamala Harris' historically uh, low approval rating is largely driven by the fact that she is black woman and a history maker. <clears throat> So what's holding back Oprah Winfrey? Uh, what's holding back, you know, I can go on and on, Ketanji Brown Jackson. What's holding back, you know, I can go, uh, Beyonce. What's holding back who, you know, whoever the hell. It's uh, just kind of stupid. But here is uh, Ashley Allison talking about how, and then and, and just something else here also. Uh, people who are polled, yeah, they usually, uh, they split male and female. So I guess, what, half the people in the country who are women believe that um, they, they are sexist, right? So the uh, women in this poll, I guess, are sexist as well. So here is Ashley Allison talking about the great leader, Kamala Harris, and, uh, and how awesome she is. Most people don't know what vice presidents do. And now she is a history maker. She is a woman. She is a black woman. And... It's the e- history can suck, too, by the way. There's a lot of things that happen in history that, that uh, you can't say are really awesome, like the sinking of the Titanic and stuff like that. Easy thing to do to say she's the attack dog, go after her. She was not put in charge of the border. She was in, put in charge of the root causes and going down. And did she find them? To Central and South America. To and she was called the border czar. Discuss what is happening. And she and numbers have shown the border. Everyone admits our immigration uh, policies are in crisis. It's not yeah, because you wrecked them because of Kamala Harris. It's because it's we, because of the president that she's vice president of. We have not been able to find bipartisan reform. We all know the election. No, no, because because there is no bipartisan reform when one party wants to destroy the border. Systems are broke. 
We have a president who won't even, or a former president who won't even acknowledge that he lost the election. That's not because of Kamala Harris. But my final. You still don't admit you lost the 2016. Point will be. She is taking it outside of Washington, D.C. She is done with us, the pundits, and she's going to the people who will actually elect her. She's talking about the issues that women care about, abortion. She's talking about, I'm not going to debate Ron DeSantis on slavery. Okay, the, by the way, the only thing that women care about is... And she's going to the people who will actually elect her. She's talking about the issues that women care about, abortion. She's okay, you said issues that women care about, and you only mentioned one. See what I told you about the Democrat Party? That's all they see you for. They see you as a vote. Then after the election happens, what does the Democrat Party do? They put some money on the dresser, get up and leave. Talking about, I'm not going to debate Ron DeSantis on slavery. There is no debate there. And yeah, I, because uh, you're wrong about it. I appreciate it, and I think you will see her numbers start to increase, and people will be accepting her of the job. Where? Okay, well, you've had three years to do that, and you haven't done that because she's really stupid. She's border side but won't go to the border. This is Jim Gossett. From Mexico, she stays so very far. I just love show tunes. She doesn't seem to care about law and order. But I'm secure in my masculinity. Kamala. Responsibility, she's always shirking. Shirking. Maybe she's relaxing in some spa. I wish she would. It's seldom that you'll ever see her working. Kamala. One more time. Kamala. Kamala. I know that it's a mystery. That Kamala. Here we go. Kamala. Somehow become the VP. You know she's stupid. You know why? Because we're not. You know she wants to move into the White House. She can't wait to become the left's new star. Disaster it would be. What a tragedy. If somehow she became the president. Miss You know, it's Kamala, and that is so racist. No, it's not, actually. It's uh, truly funny. And uh, Jim Gossett, of course, came up with that. And uh, it was kind of funny because uh, I, I got to uh, know Jack Heath, of the uh, the voice of uh, the Pulse of New Hampshire. And uh, some of the song parodies that we do on the show, he had not heard. And he was uh, he really enjoyed them. So Kamala is certainly uh, one of those. Uh, one of, and, and if you don't believe me about Kamala Harris being, uh, uh, how do I say this? Uh, a complete moron. Um, and, and she's, I'll just say, um, the reason why people think that she's unintelligent is because they have seen nothing to the contrary. That's why. Uh, nothing that she has done will ever be etched in marble, uh, unless you count her name. Um, but but nothing she has ever said will be etched in marble. Nothing People she has ever uh, nothing she has ever said is is notor- it, it, The only way that it is uh, had some notoriety is because it's profoundly ignorant or just stupid. And and you know this as well as I know. You're not being fooled by this. They're trying to gaslight you. I mean, of all the things they could gaslight you into believing. That Kamala Harris is actually smart is probably uh, as bad as Russia collusion. <laughs> you know, it's kind of because here's you this weekend. This I want you to listen to this. Okay, listen. This is a person talking about infrastructure and the damage that bad roads can do to your tires. All right. Here she is trying to um, 
connect with you. And it has exposed her herself that uh, she knows nothing. And, and I would venture to say this woman has never owned a car, possibly never driven a car. Uh, but I want you to listen to her talking about the infrastructure and how it's bad for you and me who drive the cars. You know, just, just, required just, to just listen to this. People are tired of being required to travel over potholes and bridges that are breaking down. And it's expensive when you when all your tires, you know, when you lose your your, your tires are ended up being flat because of those roads and bridges. You know, the, the tires, the roads and the bridges that you're driving on there. And the, yeah, she has no idea what the hell she's talking. Listen to this. People are tired of being required to travel over potholes and bridges that are breaking down. And it's expensive when you when all your tires, you know, when you lose your your, your tires are ended up being flat because of those yeah. roads and bridges. I mean, honestly, you know, those uh, she she literally I think thinks that the bad road and bridge will flatten all your tires at once. Doesn't it kind of sound like she Oh yeah, the roads and bridges and the flat tires you get home and you look at your tires and they're like flat and you're like god darn roads and bridges. What the heck's going on with them roads and bridges? Uh just I mean, honestly, wow. Just just uh, remarkably, remarkably tone deaf and out of touch. She talks like a child who's never had anything but one of those uh, one of those uh, Barbie Jeeps with the big tires and the, and the battery and all of that stuff. So uh, and, and and let me give you an idea of what we're dealing with here. And, and some of the things that I <clears throat> maybe one of the reasons why I can relate to you is because, uh, uh, you know, I come from a hardworking background, uh, pretty, uh, you know, not rich people, pretty poor. Uh, started working in fields when I was 10 years old. Uh, you know, worked my butt off, worked for $3.35 an hour from the age of like 14 to the age of 22. Uh, you know, uh, went through college, paid off my own student. All the, I could go on and on and on and all that stuff. But, but uh, you know, I've been through some stuff. And, and when somebody says that, oh, yeah, the tires are there, you know, the infrastructure and the tires is really bad. When she says that, it says to people like me and you, She's a spoiled, entitled uh, West Coast brat who grew up in Berkeley. And, and the same can be said of, uh, like, Joy Behar. Here is Joy Behar. And this is the same sort of uh, 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 elite, coastal, um, I should just say coastal elitism that you get from people like Kamala Harris and uh, Joy Behar and Joe Scarborough and Yoko Brzezinski. Uh, they have no clue. Uh, what's going on? And by the way, um, Democrats have been promising roads and bridges and infrastructure would be fixed for at least the 50 years that Joe Biden has been in Washington, D.C. They've never been fixed. Barack Obama spent $800 billion on infrastructure when he was the president. At the end of the spending, he said, well, I guess the projects weren't shovel ready. See, because he spent all the money on uh, paying off unions, uh, propping up union pension funds, which you and I don't have. And it was flushed down the toilet. And he laughed about it. And he, and he laughed about it. And nothing was ever done. And here is uh, Kamala Harris talking about the infrastructure. And, you know, that could cause flat tires. Well, here's an idea. How about fix the damned infrastructure? But here is uh, Joy Behar. As you and I... Um, suffer economically um you know i was talking to somebody over the weekend two of the best conversations that i had over the weekend as always were my uber drivers <laughs> you know and i spoke to a lot of great people in new hampshire don't get me wrong but the uh the uh, uber driver that i had his name was uh kabbalah and he's from Cameroon, and his, he escaped with his wife and children, and his family are still in Cameroon, and many of them have been murdered. And he came over here, and he talked about uh, how difficult it is to put food on the table now. 
uh, but he's given it a, a, a good go. And, and the most important thing in the world to him are his family, and, and he wants them to be safe. And then the other gentleman uh, was from uh, Istanbul, no, um, not Istanbul. Uh, Bangladesh, Bangladesh, another uh, beautiful country that you really want to leave when you live there. And, uh, and his uh, parent, uh, mom lives over there. Dad just died. He was 95. Mom's 92. Family takes care of him. And, all. and, and again, the same thing. Here are two gentlemen who come over here, and they are, are doing what they can to make a living. Uh, they, uh, they're driving Uber cars. They're, they're paying for their family, and they're hoping that their children will live the American dream. And, uh, and it, was, it was a fascinating conversation. But they talked to me about how, you know, five or $600 a month would be enough groceries for a family of three or four. And it used to be for me, literally eight years ago, seven years ago, $600 a month was my budget for a family of four. And now, with shampoo and everything and all the stuff you need in the house and the girl products and the blah, 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 and all, $1,000 thousand dollars but here is joy behar who talking about how glorious the economy is under bidenomics joy behar has been rich for a very long time she's never probably worked with her hands at all but here she is talking about how wonderful the economy is the economy is booming yeah inflation is down the stock market is doing well uh people are having an easier time putting bread on the table etc that is not true at all he doesn't seem to be getting the credit for that only 41 percent approval is it because they think he's old because i don't see anything else they can point to with, with him particularly. <laughs> Oh, my God. So the reason why Kamala Harris is so unpopular is because she's black and a woman. And the reason why Joe Biden's economic policies that are failing us so badly and impoverishing people, and the reason why, by the way, the unemployment is so low, is because people are working two and three jobs. You know how I know this? Because unlike Joy Behar, I talk to people. I talk to them all the time. In, including the Uber drivers. She'd never bothered to even talk to an Uber driver. I think it's kind of funny. And then, then I, I, it's kind of funny because I caught this this weekend. This is just put out, I guess, by the uh, Trump campaign or a PAC about the true story about Joe Biden's economy. In recent weeks, Joe Biden has been pushing his disastrous economic agenda called Bidenomics. Now, this may fly in the face of what Joy Behar has to say, but don't let that startle you. But what is Bidenomics? Well, here's a preview. Let's be clear about what Bidenomics really is. I mean, the economic plans out of this administration yeah, have been very clear. Yes. Spending, oh, yeah. regulation, yeah. and higher taxes. Oh, okay. That's what Bidenomics is. Yeah, and, uh, and it's terrible, and it's awful. And it's not because uh, you don't like it because Joe Biden is old. But that's, uh, you know, that's Joy Behar. I know. She gets paid a lot of money to say stupid crap like that. So coming up, we're going to get into the uh, the latest with regard to the persecution of Donald Trump, the latest charges, uh, Jack Smith and whatnot. Uh, and don't don't get all worked up about it because I, I know we're going to win this. Uh, and I've got some stuff I think you're, you're going to appreciate very much. Here's the number if you want to chime in on anything. 800-922-6680. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. It's true. I am an America first, liberty loving Latino. That's why I know this country is worth fighting for. That's why the Chris Salcedo Show will always tell you the truth. The Chris Salcedo Show for the news you need to know. 
People are tired of being required to travel over potholes and bridges that are breaking down, and it's expensive when you when you, all your tires, you know, when you lose your 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 tires are ended up being flat because of those roads and bridges. Yeah, you know the tires, those tires you have on there. I don't even think she knows what a tire is to be quiet enough. I think she's kind of uh, tired, is what she thinks. But that's Kamala Harris. Uh, she is uh, uh, apparently very very unpopular. Not because she's uh, not a very smart person, and if you don't believe me, listen to her talk, uh, but because she's black and a woman and a historical figure. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. That is uh, what it is. It's just kind of weird. Oh, oh, you know, I know it's a little bit early for this, but I think it's time for a gender confusion update. Yeah. Gender confusion. What is my gender today? Hey, 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 This is a good one. Gender confusion. In fact, the best ever. Hey, hey. I teach my elementary school students about gender identity. Yeah, okay. So, uh, you know, a lot of the times when uh, when people get married and stuff, there's a custody uh, dispute. But apparently, a transgender Michigan woman has demanded her ex-boyfriend return her surgically removed testicles, which he claims he's keeping in a refrigerated jar. I had a friend who, uh, who had a piece of cartilage from his knee uh, in a jar. Uh... Yeah. So Brianna Kingsley of uh, Pontiac uh, filed an affidavit claiming her ex, William Wojeski, 37, retains possessions of my surgically extracted testicles preserved in a mason jar. And honestly, if you're going to preserve your testicles, you probably want to put them in a nice jar like a mason jar. Maybe a little bit of salt, maybe a little bit of that pickling spices. You know, I'm just saying, might help it last a little longer. Uh, some of that fruit stuff that they put in there to keep it from turning. <laughs> <laughs> now this is the danger. This is the danger because the uh, the extracted testicles are in a mason jar uh, kept in the fridge by the eggs. That's not even good. I would never eat uh, deviled eggs at that house. I would never touch an egg in that house. You'd be cracking it kink, 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 and nothing. What did you hard boil this? So anyway. Uh, they're seeking the, the demand, the immediate return of my human remains specimen and damages of $6,500 as he had handwritten claim uh, filed last week in Pontiac's 50th District Court where the uh, amount is the maximum allowed in the small claims division. So, you know, uh, Kingsley appeared to poke fun at her missing gonads in a TikTok video last week titled, uh, last year titled, The Unboxing of D's Nuts. Uh, in it, she uh, opens a box and removes a bag labeled biohazard simply coyly as she puts her fingers to her mouth and replaces it, suggesting they were her removed, te- her removed testicles. I know, I know, it still takes some getting used to. Her removed testicles and uh, ending with a triumphant dance, which is probably a little easier to do. I'll bet you high hurdles are a little easier, too, by the way. Uh, Brianna Kingsley, 40, um, a transgender Michigan woman, has gone to court to uh, order her ex-boyfriend, William Wojciechowski, to return her surgically removed testicles. Uh, Wojciechowski says he plans to use Kingsley's fling, filing, I should say, as proof uh, she has been harassing and intimidating since they broke up eight months ago. Well, you're the one with her testicles. You know, there is that. Uh, so anyway, there's, uh, there's that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Next, we will pivot to uh, Donald Trump (laughs) and Jack Smith. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. No 
crooked establishment. None of that twisting the truth. No talking down to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. Newsmax. They don't tell me how to think. They let me decide. Newsmax. Real news. For real people. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.